embrace today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host a pre-curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16, says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I am Epree Curry, host of Embrace Today, where we embrace our today with hope and expectation through the Word of God. This morning we'll be coming from Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Again, that's Galatians chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. I almost always read from the NIV. Again, that's Galatians 3, 1 through 6, and it reads, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. I would like to learn just one thing from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? After beginning by means of the spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? Have you experienced so much in vain if it really was in vain? So again, I ask, does God give you his spirit and work miracles among you by the works of the law or by your believing what you heard? So also Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for another day, God. We thank you for the opportunity for us to connect with you and with each other. Lord, we ask that as your word goes forth, Lord, that it will penetrate our hearts, God, that it will draw us closer to you and to each other. Father, we need you. We love you. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Three main objectives of advertising. There's three main objectives when someone is advertising or displaying something. Number one is they want to inform us about their brand or what it is that they are offering. Number two, they want to persuade us to buy or perform a particular task. And then number three, they want to remind us and reinforce us about their brand message. You see, most times the vendor, they have found what they believe to be a problem and then their product or service is the solution to that specific problem. For instance, we have college that comes with different college offers such as scholarships because they want to persuade us to going to that particular school. We have these no interest, um, same as cash, 90 day same as cash credit offers that come to us day in and day out. We have offers from cell phone companies that want to offer us a free cell phone in order for them to get our business. And then they're even offering such a thing as a payment plan to take a vacation. You see, if we think about it, these advertisements, they have perks that'll last just for a minute, but that they're giving us this instant gratification. 
They're giving us an instant gratification, which, which we all crave. And that is what causes us to draw to choosing what they are offering. We draw to these things because we are craving that instant gratification only to be let down when they aren't what they said they were going to be. Now, I'm not talking about all offers being bad because there are some very good offers out there. But I'm talking about today the ones that we know in our gut that aren't for us, yet we pursue them anyway. This is why we end up in a corner saying to ourselves, I cannot believe I just did that. We allow our senses to overtake us and kick our common sense to the curb when we see these different offers. We allow a vendor whose main goal is to persuade us to buy their product or service, we allow them to convince us that we have a specific problem and that they have the solution. Let me reword it. We allow someone to tell us that we have an issue, an issue that only they see, and in order for us to get the, the right result, we must utilize their solution. Can I get an amen? It's not until we've committed that we realize that we've been duped. We're at a college being overcharged and we're being under-delivered curriculum. The discount wasn't really a discount after the extra fees. The phone was zeroed down, but it wasn't really free. You see, we got credit card bills that we know we couldn't afford. And then we end up being stuck in a relationship that's sucking the life out of us. You see, we find ourselves in these situations because temptation comes, yet we are unprepared and unable to acknowledge the trickery. Why? Because they often feed our flesh. They look good. These offers look good. They sound good. And they sometimes even taste good. And when we're in a state of being flesh fed, all common sense goes out the window, which leads us to this morning's topic, don't be foolish. You see, as we've been looking at the Galatians, we know that they were informed of a brand by the Judaizers, amen? You see, the Judaizers, they had began to persuade the Galatians that they had a problem which needed a solution. You see, some of the Galatians, they took the bait. But finally, the Judaizers, they continually, they reminded the Galatians about their brand by reinforcing their rules. You see, the foolishness in this is that the Galatians, they knew that they didn't need the Judaizer solutions because they didn't have a problem, yet they fell for the okie doke. How many times do we find ourselves in situations where we are being lured away from the truth by something or someone that seemed to be a solution to a problem that we never had? I'm going to say that again. How many times do we find ourselves in situations where we are being lured away from the truth by something or someone that seemed to be a solution to a problem that we never had? You see, when we get to a place of understanding that our enemy is cunning, our enemy is slick, our enemy is persuasive, then we'll realize not, we're not as wise and as strong and as crafty as we think. Because again, our enemy is cunning, our enemy is slick, our enemy is persuasive. And some of us think that we are more wise and more strong and more crafty than the enemy. You see, hear me and hear me clearly. You will be informed about many things, most 
of which will be to deter you. Many things that you hear, many things that you feel, many things that you see will be things that will deter you from the path that God has you on. But understand, these things will not be obvious. And that's the objective. Because remember, the enemy is crafty. These things are typically presented as things that you just have to have, things that we can't live without, things that everyone else has or everyone else is doing, things that we cannot say no to and will need to know that we cannot have it. We cannot be foolish. You see, these things come to take our purpose. They come to kill our purpose. They come to steal our dreams and destroy our future. These are the things that we may not be able to tell on the surface have come to kill, steal, and destroy us and our future. However, that is their goal. And this is why, even when we think that we've overcome, Even when we think that we are strong enough to overcome something without the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, to overcome something without the power of God, to overcome something by ourselves, it'll come peeking its ugly head around the corner, reminding you that it's still there and you need it. But don't be foolish. Let's look at verse one. It says, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. So when we don't want to be foolish, we have to remember that other people are trying to lure us. You see, when we think about the word foolish, foolish is not a lack of knowledge or intelligence. Foolish is actually a lack of common sense. Have you ever wondered why you did something crazy and you sit back and think, I cannot believe I just did that because you knew better, yet you still went against what you already knew in order to perform a certain transaction. You see, when you talk about who has bewitched you, who has placed you under a a spell? You see, he's asking the Galatians, in order for y'all to be falling for this okey-doke, somebody has to have y'all up under a spell. Because if, if you have clearly seen what the Lord has done and who the Lord is, you will not be falling for the okey-doke. So who has bewitched you? What type of spell are you under that you are following behind something or someone that God has not called you to follow behind? Who has caused you to be foolish? Who has caused you to lack spell? spiritual sense. The Galatians had been tricked as if they were hypnotized. And oftentimes when we go against our common sense, we'll find ourselves saying things, doing things, being in positions and places of where we ask ourselves, how did I get here? You see, they allowed people to convince them They allowed people to convince them that they needed something that they already had. You see, the Galatians, they had salvation through their faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Yet the Judaizers were telling them they needed to do X, Y, and Z in order to be saved. However, they were already saved. How many of us are jumping through hurdles trying to get something, be something, and do something that God has already called us to do, be, and say? God has already prepared you. He has equipped you he has called you so why are you allowing people to make you jump through hurdles in order to be something that they want you to be and not something that God has called you to be and you see with marketing again in marketing it is presented to you so you're aware you will be presented with things you will be made aware of something that it exists and then comes the persuasion a solution to again a problem that they may think you have 
And then there's a reminder of the existence. And so when we're understanding, when we know that others are trying to lure us, it is a process that they will go through to get us where they want us to be. You see, it isn't something that's just going to be plain Jane out there for you to see and be able to catch. But it's a process that they are going to go through because they need to lure you. They need to get their paws in you. Then they need to grab you and yank you to where they want you to be. And then when you get ready to fall out, they need to. Re- they will remind you of the fact that you need them, that you can't live without them. And with us lacking our common sense, we will fall for the okie doke. Why? Because we are looking for people to validate us. God has already validated us. You see, we have to get to the place to where we understand everyone is not for you. Everyone is not for you and everyone is not going to agree with who you are, what God has called you to, what he is doing in your life, what he is blessing you with, who and what he has removed, where he has placed you. Everybody is not going to agree with that. And so there's going to be some folks that's going to try to take you off that path. Because they want to be in control of your life. They want to be in control of your purpose. They want to be in control of the blessings that you receive. They want to be in control of who do and do not attack you. They want to be in control of who do and do not like you. But guess what? Those are the people that have their own agenda. We're on God's agenda, so we're not being foolish. Not this summer 2022. We understand that others are trying to lure us. And so we have to stop allowing other people to get in our head, other people to talk what they want to speak to in our life, what they want to say. And then sometimes they even try to do it in the name of God. That's why you need to have a relationship with God yourself. But the first step in us making a foolish action or inaction is allowing someone to get in our head. Our mind will begin to play tricks on us. And so we have to understand that everybody is not for you. You do not have to be friends, buddy, buddy, ministry partners, business partners. You do not have to connect with everybody. Don't be foolish. Everybody does not have the same will that God has. God has a will for your life. And sometimes people are attracted to the gifts. They're attracted to you and what you can do and what you bring to the table. And so you might mistake that as them liking you. They only like what you have to offer because I tell you what, if you stop offering it, they'll stop connecting. And so understand this. Don't be foolish. Others are trying to lure you. Now don't go start playing suspect to everybody and looking at everybody all funny because not everyone is against you. But there are some people that are specifically trying to lure you away from the path that God has you on. God doesn't make you play tricks. God is clear cut. A connection with him, a relationship with him is how you will know when you are on the right path. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you in all truth. The word of God will continually remind you what the spirit of God has spoken to you or impressed upon your heart. And so when we believe those things that the people that are trying to lure us, when we believe what they are presenting to us, when we believe that we need and deserve those things that are that are trying to lure us down the path, then we begin to make foolish mistakes. 
and it begins to make actions and inactions as if we are hypnotized. But don't be foolish because some people, if their only intent is to get you off track. They don't even care what you do once you're off track. Their goal is to get you off track. So don't allow anyone to get you off track. Stay focused on God. Don't be foolish. Others will try to lure you. Amen. And then get this before we move on. Remember, I said the Galatians is a group of churches. They're in Galatia. The Judaizers were a group of people within the church, right? So sometimes we're always looking at those on the outside of the church that are looking to do something. But there are some folks on the inside of the church, right? There are some folks on the inside of the church that can be just as manipulative as folks on the outside. They can be those same people can be trying to lure and control you to do what they want you to do rather than subjecting themselves to what the Holy Spirit has called them to do. And so just because because these are people that are within the church doesn't mean that they can't do some of these same manipulative controlling type things. The Judaizers were a group of people within the church. Now, this wasn't the entire church, but it was a group of people that wanted to be in control, a group of people that wanted to play God amongst the group. And so don't allow anybody to try to lure you and control you and take you outside of the path that God has called you to. People will try to lure you because they have their own agenda. And if it's not pleasing them, they may not like it. They may not like you anymore. But get this, as long as you stay focused on God, as long as you stay focused on the path he has for you, you will not be foolish. Amen. So let's look at verse three. It says, are you so foolish? That after beginning by the means of the spirit, are you now trying to finish by means of the flesh? So when we don't want to be foolish, we also have to remember that we cannot do this alone. Paul here, he presents a rhetorical question. He's saying, y'all started by believing, but now y'all trying to finish in y'all own power. Y'all started in God's power, but now y'all trying to finish in y'all's power. Are y'all trying to say that God wasn't powerful enough? You can't be serious. This is what Paul's saying. Like, you mean to tell me that y'all started by spirit and now y'all trying to finish by works. Can't be serious. But this is what happens. At times we begin to do things the way that God wants us to do it. And then we disconnect from him some way, somehow, and think we can earn our way to do what he has called us to. We think we can uh, educate ourselves to the way that what he has called us to do. However, we cannot disconnect from the spirit of God at all. You see, the Jews, they couldn't do it that way. That's why Jesus came. You remember the Old Testament? They had to do all of these different things in order to be made right with God. And that didn't work. They were unable to do it. So this is why Jesus came. And now when we have faith in him and we believe we are made right with God, it is only by his blood. So we don't want to start with God and then move to ourselves. You see, the second step in making a foolish action is disconnecting from the source. Without him, we are going to lose. We are going to fall. We are going to be foolish. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves of where we come from. 
Sometimes we can begin to start doing so good. We forget about God. We forget about how we got there. We forget about how we were able to persevere. We forget about who continues to provide and protect us. We forget about God, but don't be foolish. We weren't designed to do this alone. We were designed to connect with God. He wants to use us. The power that he gives us, the ability that he gives us, we cannot get from anywhere else. So no matter how gifted we are, no matter how educated we are, no matter how popular we are, no matter how much money we are, we cannot do what God does. We are not him. You see, Jesus, he was and is the solution to our problem. And when we attempt to make other people and things the solution to the problem that Jesus is, then we become foolish and we get foolish results. We don't want to become foolish when we try to do things by ourselves, when we not only disconnect from the Lord, but when we disconnect from the people that he has called us to connect with, when we begin to isolate ourselves and pull ourselves away from other people, we begin to do, think, say, and be foolish. But we can't be foolish. This isn't a time for us to be foolish. This isn't a time for God's people to be foolish. This isn't a time for us to do foolish things or believe foolish things or come under foolish authority. But this is the time for us to walk in God's wisdom. This is a time for us to walk in spiritual sense. This is a time for us to stand up boldly and be who God has called us to be without any gimmicks. This is a time for us to believe that I am who he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. And I'm going where he says I go because he sent me and no one else is in charge. And so don't be foolish. We cannot do this without the power of the Holy Spirit. We are strong. We aren't strong enough. We aren't wise enough or crafty enough to do God's job. We cannot do God's job. And this is why we keep doing foolish things because we believe that we are more craftier than our enemy. We believe that we can disconnect from God and still make our way past over and through the enemy. The enemy will stop you and not only will he stop you, but will begin to use you and cause you to make foolish decisions, believe foolish thoughts, do foolish things, and sometimes even taste foolish things because you thought that you were wise enough, educated enough, rich enough, smart enough, popular enough to do God's job but we aren't and we find ourselves in foolish circumstances. We find ourselves being foolish. We find ourselves sitting in a corner saying, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I said that. Why would I do such a thing? I knew I didn't have the money to pay for this. So why did I go out and buy it? I knew I didn't have a place to stay, so why did I go out and buy me a pet? I knew I wasn't healed from the last relationship, so why did I go and get into another one? I knew I didn't have the money to put gas in my car, so why did I drive out of town and get stuck? I knew, I knew, I knew, yet I still did. So what is your new? What did you know that you shouldn't have done, that you shouldn't have said, but yet you did it anyway? What is your new? Take that back to God. Ask 
ask for forgiveness, get back up and move forward because he is quick and just to forgive. And lastly, we're going to close looking at verse six. It says, so also Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. So when we don't want to be foolish, we have to understand that others will try to lure us. We also have to understand that we can't do it alone, but then we have to work smarter and not harder. That's the saying I got from working out, work smarter and not harder. You see, God, he requires complete trust that he can and will do as promised. When God, when he promised Abraham numerous descendants, Abraham didn't go out and try to earn the promise. All he did was believe God. God said it. He believed it. It was credited to him as righteousness. Now, if Abraham, the great patriarch, was made right because all he did was believe and not because he was circumcised, why did the Galatians need to be circumcised? Why did they have to go through this process in order for them to be made right with God? Only because the Judaizer says, Judaizer says so. God didn't say so. And so we have to work harder, working, working, work smarter. Working smarter entails trusting God. You see, we often try to go out and figure things out on our own. God will give us A, but we want B, C, and D before we believe and act on A. We have to trust our path and our process. We've been accepted by faith in Christ. We need to receive the free gift of grace. The problem is we don't know how to receive what God has given us. We have to stop attempting to earn favor with God. You see, we try to earn our rights and, and jobs and we try to earn our place in different positions and different things in the world. We have to earn those things. But guess what? We can't and we don't have to attempt to earn anything that God has for us. All we have to do is receive it. You see, we have to stop trying to create purpose for ourselves when it's already been placed and prepared for us. God already has a purpose for us, yet we are trying to create something else. We can't be foolish in this aspect. If God has prepared your life, why disconnect from him when he already knows how it's going to go? Why disconnect from the source? Why disconnect from the one that is in control of all things? That is just foolish. We can't allow the things of this world to place us under a spell. The things of this world to place us under a spell and have us thinking that we're doing good because we make a lot of money or we're doing good because we have degrees or we're doing good because everyone likes us or we're doing good because we're leading groups or we're doing good because we show up to church on Sunday or we're doing good because we have every color suit. We cannot be foolish. We cannot be under the spell of the world. No more will the advertisements of this world cause us to be foolish. We're done. You see, the third step in becoming foolish is us forgetting that the advertisements will continue to come. They'll continue to come. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, we will stand against the wiles of the devil. 
We'll stand against the wiles of the devil because we'll be prepared. We have been equipped. We will be then spent time in the word of God and we will be then trusted the word of God and we will be obedient to the word of God. So when those advertisements come, we'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We will not be foolish because we know that others, they will try to lure us. We know we can't do it by ourselves. We can't do it in our own strength. And we'll work smarter and not harder because we won't be foolish. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in to episode seven of season one. I will see you all again August 11th for season two. Love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouse.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following IAMEPRI on Twitter, IG, and TikTok. Be blessed and embrace your today.